It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Wise Wakeful Women podcast. This is a podcast for the voices of women to be listened to and heard, for their stories, wisdom, and courage. I am your host, Natalie Olchenbruns, and I will be sharing with you not only my thoughts and stories, but those of countless women from around the world. Welcome back to another episode of the Wise Wakeful Women podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I greatly appreciate you and your support and your voice. I am so ready for everyone to be speaking up on the matters of their heart. So many of us, for years and years, keep ourselves silent, keep ourselves in check, and allow others to express their sentiments. And while some of those may align with us, they never are 100% a representation of us. Therefore, I see it as extremely important to make sure that everyone's voice is heard. There are many downfalls to social media, but one of the things I see as good, a little silver lining, is that it gives opportunity for each person who uses it to share their own voice, and for others to share that person's voice. It makes it extremely easy. So over the years, I have found ways to express myself. As a teenager, it was in the form of protesting the Iraq War, and I started a newsletter called The Voice Box, in which I felt very free in expressing my opinions at that time as a 15, 14, 15, 16-year-old, and I had many arguments with other teenagers from around the world, and it was wonderful. I loved it. Then I went off to school. I didn't do my newsletter any longer. Um, It was a subscription newsletter. I had about 30 paying subscribers. And then I would put it for free in our local co-op so people could just pick it up and have a look. Um, That was the first time I became interested in using my voice, which makes sense because I was a teenager when you first, that's kind of when you first start to have your own voice or start exploring that. Then 
I was quiet for quite a while. I didn't use social media in its beginnings. I didn't have access to it. I wasn't interested. And I first began using Facebook. I believe that was my first experience of social media in 2000 and the end of 2010 when I was in Hawaii. My little sister had come to visit me for a couple of months and she had just gotten Facebook and she was like, you should get it. And so I got it. <laughs> um, and went from there. And in the beginning, I certainly did not express myself using social media. It was not speaking up even in regular life. So wasn't translating there either. It wasn't until probably around the time I was pregnant with my first child in 2015 and 16 that I started utilizing it to speak on things that are important to me besides fitness. Before that, I had started like a fitness page and I was starting to be interested in personal training. So I was trying to learn more. I was trying to connect with more people who were interested in fitness. I was part of the Pump Up community, which has an app, and was it was a much more active community back then. Um, and eventually I became a Pump Up coach once I was a certified personal trainer. And after that, I started to talk about some of these issues that I feel like are very important for freedom, for the care of children. And I'm referring to things like vaccines, uh, medical care, health, fitness, nutrition, all these things. And I don't speak on these things as a expert with a degree. I am a teacher. I have a degree to teach. That is my quote-unquote expertise. It's what I'm paid to do. I am a certified personal trainer and fitness and nutrition specialist. Um, I can work with pregnant postpartum women. Um, so those are like my certifications, I guess you could say. But for me, it's not about me being an expert telling people what to do or how to live their life. It's, this is about me just speaking about things that are on my mind, about things I've researched, and in no way, shape, or form is it intended to be used as someone's personal advice at all. Um, I'm not qualified to do that. Uh, I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm simply expressing myself. And sometimes in expressing myself, I reach the hearts of others who want to express themselves in a similar way and it helps get our voices warmed up and moving. I want to inspire other women to speak on the things that truly touch their soul. Because so often we're silenced if it's not a popular opinion. And many of us have no ill will or ill intentions towards others in the sharing of this information. It's simply things that we have woken up to in our own life and have benefited our own life. And we want to share that with others so that they can 
if they're struggling in their life, they can examine parts of their life and see if it's serving them. And they get to ask themselves the questions and do their own research and find out what it is that they need to do in order to better their quality of life or the life of their children. That's all it's meant to do. So none of the things I ever speak about on this podcast personally, I am not trying to tell anyone what to do or how to live their life or that this is the best thing for you. It is simply a place to share a voice. And on occasion, I hope I could talk to some experts in in the healthcare field and things like that. That's certainly a possibility. But even when they share what they have to share on a podcast, it's not actually meant to be taken as like, okay, they're an expert, they spoke, now execute. Um, So even then, it's still not a situation where you should do that. So please just use your brain, your common sense, and realize that this is simply a conversation. This is simply somebody using their voice to speak about things important to them. Don't take it personally. Just allow people's voices to be heard, and please use yours. Use your voice. We need it. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I kind of wanted to talk about being able to speak up that silencing yourself is not doing you any favors. It's not bringing you the people that you need in your life. It's not bringing you the the connections you need in your life or the work that you need in your life. It's not bringing growth or evolution to you. It's literally hiding a part of yourself like you're ashamed. I get that people are scared. I get that people don't want to be rejected or canceled, but I encourage you not to be afraid of that. The more you speak up, the more you sh- you are able to reveal in those around you who truly cares about your well-being and your voice and those who don't and those who don't really know you because they <laughs> assumed that you were something you were not because you were silent this happened to me for years in teaching situations where i have been anti-government for as long as i can remember And I'm around people in work situations where they're celebrating the election of a certain president and they're just so happy and they're like telling me and I'm standing there going, wow, I woke up this morning sick to my stomach because of this election. Like, I'm not on the same page as you. And it's okay that you're happy, but it's not okay that I feel silenced. It's not okay that I don't feel safe expressing myself in this place. Literally, in in one situation, I really feel like if I had spoken up my perspective, I would have been ostracized and, like, yelled at. Which is a risk one can take. At the time, I, I wasn't ready to take that risk, I believe. I was quite a bit younger than I am now and definitely not a mother yet, so (laughs) that makes a big difference. Um, Sorry, my uh, computer just went to sleep. I realize now in some messages I've exchanged with people that I know in real life that I was silent for too long. People were given 
the they weren't given the opportunity to really know who I am to my core. I've always, essentially, I've always been the same person. Some opinions and views maybe shifted along the way, but my innate sense of truth-seeking and freedom-reaching has always been there. And it's just shifted as to what actually I see is supporting that in the world. As I try to broaden my worldview and my thinking and my life experience gets deeper, it's going to change. I'm very different than I was as a teenager, which is a very good thing. I was a very closed-minded, judgmental person as a teenager, so I'm very thankful that we are allowed to evolve past our teenage selves. However many actually good things I did as a teenager, just my the way I was with other people wasn't always very graceful. So I appreciate the fact that we are allowed to grow and change. <laughs> I'm sure many of you have felt that too about different things. Uh, in these exchanges I had, because of expressing myself, I realized that these people assumed that I was a certain person because they liked me and because I did what I did but they didn't realize that I wasn't expressing my full and true being. I was being, you know, a person at work. I'm at work, I keep my opinions mostly to myself. Occasionally they'll come out, but they come out very minimally and very quietly. Um, I'm not trying to get attention for my opinions at work, I'm trying to do my work and do it well, and I'm not there to you know, put my opinion on other people. As a teacher, I am very strong in the opinion that I am not trying to indoctrinate my students. I am trying to help them grow and get the tools and the freedom that they need to develop who they are as a person. I'm not trying to shape them into a certain person. I'm hoping that the tools I provide them and the things I share with them and the things that they learn will give them what they need in order to become themselves and be able to see the world accurately, but I'm not there to, you know, tell them that vaccines are a scam or that um, the government is oppressive. Um, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'll tell them that by teaching them some history, probably, but I'm not there to, you know, tell them that taxation is theft. I'm not there to give all of these personal insights. I'm there to give them the tools they need to see those things for themselves, hopefully. So, as a teacher, your goal should not be to indoctrinate children or put your ideas in them. That's not what you're trying to do as a good teacher. So, that's not what I do at work. Therefore, it means that in the past, I've had colleagues misunderstand who I am. I'm not sure if it's because they do bring it into their work, but I don't think so. I think they just probably brought it into our faculty and they felt comfortable to share that with fellow faculty members because they all thought they thought the same. Um, in one case, it was a former high schooler that was a student of mine in 12th grade, and she decided that she didn't want to be connected to me anymore because she used to respect me. And after I started talking about this current situation with the 
coronavirus freak out. Um, she feels like I'm being super disrespectful in how I speak about it and I'm not valuing healthcare workers and people who are dying. So she decided she didn't want to hear my crap anymore and saw herself out. And it was a little painful for me because once again, it's that reminder that people thought I was a certain thing and I don't like that. I have a trouble with that. So I don't want that mistake to be made again. I want everyone to be fully themselves, authentically themselves, and be able to express that without fear. Today, that's really hard because many people are canceled, ostracized, punished for speaking out. And so then they get scared again. Some people are not intimidated by that. Others are. So social media is censoring things and all of that. So clearly it's hard on the internet. The internet shouldn't be where we're all expressing our opinions. We should be speaking out in the real world. That's where change happens is in the real world. And in the real world, that's not going to happen as much. The internet is so easy for people to be keyboard warriors and all of that. So anyway, that's my chat for today. There's going to be a part two to this. Um, it's just been on my mind because more and more I just feel that innate calling to be myself, keep growing myself, keep bettering myself, trying to be more compassionate, more understanding, more loving, and more seeking of the truth, more intensity for the freedom of all, and do not do not bow down to these fear-mongering cowards who have all this power over us. They literally, in the end, how much power do they really have over us? Are we going to allow ourselves to be in another situation where they start loading people up into vans and making them disappear? Are we going to let ourselves come to that? Or are we going to stand together side by side, speak up, and it won't necessarily be in unison? That's okay. But speaking up side by side, our own voice has so much more value. And right now what's splitting us is literally the oppressors. So I hope we can find our way through that. But we can if we keep finding our voice and however broken, however inconsistent, however much stuttering we might have, whatever, it's better that we speak. And the more we speak, the better we can do. We can't improve if we don't actually first get up and try. So it's like everything. So get out there, use your voice, speak up for what you love and what you believe in. Speak up for freedom. If you don't speak up for freedom, <laughs> none of us are going to be free anymore. Not that we're currently that free, but Right now, there's still like a little slim potential for freedom, <laughs> especially if we somehow found the right way to have a revolution. Not sure what the right way is, but it's worth, worth questioning when wondering about. I will talk to you all next time. Thank you so much for being here today, and I look forward to the next episode. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Wise Wakeful Women. If you would like to leave a review of the podcast, I would be so grateful. If you would like to stay in touch, you can find me on Instagram at Common Sense is Now Radical, Body Soul Spirit Fitness underscore, and Wise Wakeful Women. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>